This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Jake and welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. I'm with my fiance, Alana Dunn. That's me. Alana, how are you feeling? How does it feel to be engaged to me? <laughs> I The last week has been like incredible and just beyond my wildest dreams. So it feels really, really wonderful and fabulous. Good. Is Barky going to let us have this episode? I don't think so. Guys, this is take number six of us trying to record this episode. Barkley's been a little bit of a terror. We are in a rush because we have to go to the Jonas Brothers concert of our dreams tonight. And setting up was a disaster. But we're here and it is happening. And Barkley, you are going to be a good little fluff. So... Thank you guys for sending in questions. Yeah, we're engaged. Um, That is no surprise at this point from the content overload. But there is so much to our story that we are so excited to share. So first of all, thank you, Jake, for being here. Is this your third time on the show? This is my third time on the show, yeah. Wow. I think first. this is the first time since our the 100th date episode, which yeah. is kind of crazy because that was a long time ago. Been, been like a year and a half a year since and a half. then. Yeah, that was September, I think, of... Yeah, we were like only dating for like six months when you came on that episode. So I haven't been on in a year and a half. Now we're engaged. 
Now we're engaged. So you guys sent in a ton of questions that will really help us tell the story. So we're just going to dive right into them since, like I said, Jonas Brothers got to go. But um, let's start right at the beginning with this one question. What did you have on each other's profiles and how did that first conversation actually go? So, Jake, what happened? Yeah, now that you've reminded me of how it went, you liked my picture of me and my mother, uh, Nancy, who's been all over Instagram now. Hi, Nancy. And I responded to you and said, hey, how's your week going? FYI, I love the Jonas Brothers too because it's in your, it was in your profile at the time. And yeah, little did I know how much that would... You know, Change our lead, lives. Lead to, lead to, you know, be important in our relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how it started. You didn't answer for like a week. And I did then not. I followed up and I said, hey, I thought I'd try again. Signal to everybody. If someone doesn't answer you on a dating app, it probably means nothing. And you have literally nothing to lose by following up. Yeah. Nothing to lose. And it was very like a harmless follow up. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, just trying again. And then if you didn't answer after that, I would obviously would not have right. sent anything again. But yeah, it worked yeah. out. Yeah, and then once I responded, the conversation flowed. We like started with talking about our favorite like brother <laughs> and our, um, of the Jonas Brothers and our favorite song, and then we kind of went into like what we do and and our families and where we're from and all that. So it definitely flowed once we actually got into a conversation. Okay, next question. We kind of jump ahead a bit. Um, when did you know or realize that you wanted to marry each other? Hmm. I mean, I, th I think we've like always been very aligned. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Everything we talk about, whether it's like in future plans or money and like how we view relationships and family and stuff like that has always been very aligned. And I think like timeline wise was also aligned. So I don't know. It just kind of all happened pretty organically. Like we talked about, moving in and that felt very organic at the time where a lot of people said moving in together would be a huge adjustment. I think right. we both find it, found it to not be a big adjustment at all. Just like kind of happened. It went from three sleepovers a week to just like, okay, it's seven days a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, when exactly it happened, but I think we knew we were headed towards this direction, knew we both wanted to be, you know, engaged roughly around this time in our lives so yeah pretty organically in my opinion yeah I don't think there was a specific moment for me it wasn't like you said this thing or did this thing and I was like he's the one it was more just like this constant growing feeling of like this feels so right yeah and to your point like of all of the like aligned values and everything it was like this this makes sense but it doesn't just like make sense oh we're compatible like it made sense and felt right and I think that combination was important yeah, yeah. I mean we were already like in love and happy and things are going really well yeah. and very easy and yeah yeah all of that yeah and I think to your one of the questions is how did you know when to talk about this slash bring up engagement I think to your point about that conversation about moving in together I think that was an important conversation for us in terms of like where this is going where I think like for a while we knew but even earlier on I think the first like big conversation was actually when it came to Barkley before we knew Barkley because I sat you down and I, I realized after m my dog Zoe died, I was like, I need a dog. And I sat you down and I was like, I feel like I really need a dog. <laughs> and if, I know like couples will like as they get serious, you know, move in together and then get a dog together and then get engaged and whatnot. And if that's something that's important to you that we do together, like let me know. And if not, 
let's go, we'll get puppies. Um, so I think, I feel like that was the first big conversation about our future. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and he said, no, you can get a dog now and I won't think of it any less as my dog when the time comes. And I said, okay. Um, one other moment in time for me that was like, oh, there's this future thing is happening. Like there is a future us. And I don't think I've ever told you this. I don't know when it happened, but it was before the Barkley conversation. I think we were sitting on your couch in your apartment and you pulled up your finances spreadsheet and you showed me a section of what you put together for like the future, like when we like buy a house and have kids and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like he's planning <laughs> all of this out. OK, good to know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, like, I, I mean, I love that, <laughs> but I was just not expecting at the moment. I remember like calling Kerwin and Sass probably and being like, he's planning our, like I'm in his financial plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hope it wasn't before Barkley. I, I think it was a little bit. Okay. But maybe not. I believe you. I don't maybe know. not. I don't remember. Um, okay. When did Jake know that he was ready? Ready? Um... I don't know. It's a, pro it's a similar question. Like I would say definitely wanted to move in together first and see how that went. And after it was like really smooth for the first couple months, we went on like a big vacation to Hawaii. That was just like the two of us. I would say I, I probably knew before that realistically. You definitely knew before that because you told me to go ring shopping before that. I know. But like all those things like helped confirm it. Right. We were living yeah. together. We went like away for like 10 days. Just the two of us like no Barkley, no family, no friends, whatever, like all that stuff just helps like yeah. confirm it. Right. I mean, you can live together and people break up and not get engaged and things like that. I do and feel like that trending trip in the direction to do so and like not. Yeah. I do feel like when I we booked like that Alana's trip. I feel like like nervous now. She's like, no, oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. When we booked that trip, I was like, what are we going to talk about for like seven or 10 days straight? Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. We like it had a great perfect. vacation. It was, it was like the best yeah. vacation. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, did Jake ask your parents permission? I did. I did talk to Barbara and Chuck um, maybe like a month before. We got on a FaceTime and asked them and we talked for like, I don't know. A while. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say verbatim, like, I want to marry your daughter? Like, Yeah, I mean, they knew what the phone call was. So they were, like, on FaceTime and prepared for me to say that. Was it and scheduled? Like, did you ask, like, when do you have time to sit down? Yeah, because they had to be Guys, together. I don't know the details of this. So, like, I'm intrigued. Because <laughs> they had to be together. So I think I called your mom, like, randomly. Or I was just like, hey, do you have a second? And we talked for a second. And I was like, cool. Like, when you're with Chuck, just let me know so I can FaceTime you like I'm off work today or whatever. And that was, they probably freaked out with excitement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they knew it was coming too. So yeah. Okay. There are a ton of questions about my little friend here, <laughs> the, the ring. Um, so there's actually a whole ring section of questions here. Um, the first, let's start with the process. Um, questions. Did you design the ring together together or did you give him hints? What was the process behind choosing a ring? Both of you together, just you, just him, etc. Um It was all me. <laughs> and how far in advance did Jake order the ring? How many times did you look at rings together? Yeah, actually, like Jake just knew exactly what I <laughs> did and you got it right. No. Um how did that initial conversation go? I know I was in the kitchen and you were at the on the couch or at the table. And by that, I mean like three feet away. I have no idea. I have a terrible memory. So all these questions are really hard for me. I feel like. I think you 
I actually just, brought it up. You started. You were like, we were talking about, you were like, we were talking I, about money. Yeah, you were, and I was like on the topic of expensive things. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what happened. That is what happened. And I think I was. This was in like November, and I was like, should I be figuring that out? And you were like, it's because you were also going to Florida. You were going to be with your mom. Yeah, all that stuff, and you wanted to do it with her, which made sense. Yeah, and we had actually. This reminds me of something else. When we were at Sushi Nakazawa for your birthday, so when we were out to dinner for his birthday in July, um, we had a whole timeline conversation, and the consensus was twenty, like first half of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Once we're like dating for like two years, which at that point I had kind of thought it would be like by the end of the year, and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) 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 This is okay. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you're right. That is where it came up. Yeah, that's the first time we really talked about timeline. Um, Go out for nice dinners and get drunk. And, then yeah, <laughs> we and you'll have the important stuff. the important conversations. <laughs> so, no, so Jake, I asked, like, should I figure this out? And he's like, yeah, like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, really. I think I know, but I don't. Like, should I go look? And he was like, yeah. And then I was like, do you want to come? Or should I go, like, with my mom or, like, with a friend? He was like, go with your mom. I'm not coming. Just let me know what you want. Yeah. So I did. That's how the wedding planning's going to go, go to. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, so I did. I went uh, first. I had a feeling I knew what I wanted because in January of 2022, I went with one of my best friends, Jamie, and like I tried rings on as she did too, like just for fun. She was actually about to get engaged. But um, I went back. I wasn't sure what the timeline was because part of me thought, oh, maybe he'll do it in Hawaii. So like maybe we really only have a few weeks and like it's kind of a rushed thing. I'm not really sure, Um, which makes no sense in hindsight since I'm the one who brought it up, I guess. (laughs) But I went with Christina. We went to Tiffany. And the whole time I thought I wanted round with a Pave band. And when we were at Tiffany, I tried on like 10 other kinds and I kept thinking like, okay, like maybe, maybe, maybe. And then at the end I tried on a round with a Pave band and like my face lit up. I was just like, I had this feeling of like, oh my God, like, yes, this is right. Um, so then I went down to Florida for Thanksgiving and my mom and I went to a jewelry store and kind of explored more of like the specific details. And then once I was like super sure that was what I wanted, literally like it was like, I wrote it down in a note on my phone, shared the note with him and a few months later, we have a ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. So had it made exactly the way she wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, huge shout out to Scott Klein at Flawless Carrot. Um, <laughs> best jeweler ever. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you guys, if anyone's listening and is thinking about proposing anytime soon or has friends who are going to propose or their f- boyfriends are going to propose and they're curious where to get a ring, uh, flawless carrots. It's my best friend's dad's jewelry company and they do the best, best, best job ever. And Scott is incredible. And like, I couldn't be happier and sounds like you had a fun time in the process. Yeah. Scott's a, <laughs> Scott's a fun guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that's how the ring situation unfolded um yeah sorry funny story there we were looking at rings and i had brought my mom and so we're talking to scott my mom was like well you know alana gave him all these like things that she wants from the ring but what if he just goes out and he sees another ring that he just is like alana has to have this (laughs) ring and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you know, you just go out, you see like this, whatever, square 
cool ring and you, like in a window you, in a store yeah in a window in a store and then you think Alana has to have it and you just go and buy it and I was like why would I do that mom like <laughs> also like she knowing liter- you she, you literally told us what she wanted <laughs> let's just make it the way she wants also like you would never see a ring and be like Alana has to have yeah this. and all my free time I'm like going to the ring stores be at Jared's oh my god um another thing that I kind of want to mention, because I I definitely felt really awkward in like writing down this menu of this like expensive diamond ring. And I felt really guilty after I sent it to him for like a while. And I feel like I brought it up to you a few times. And, and I think the last time I brought it up, I was like, I can't imagine what it feels like to like spend this amount of money on something. And like everything I wrote down, like it, it I'm flexible on every, like it doesn't have to be that, it, like it can be whatever like I'll I'll say yes to a ring pop like I don't really care like I felt so guilty and and you responded and just said like best what did you say um so it was the best purchase, best purchase ever. of my yeah, life yeah. he said best purchase of my life and I was like okay I'll shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I still feel that way now that you've actually seen the ring and everything too yeah, yeah. I couldn't be even, even more so yeah. yeah I mean listen if it wasn't like in my budget or I hadn't planned for it then yeah we would have had a different discussion but yeah yeah okay next did you know it was coming Alana shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples when I first started seeing other people some of my closest friends and family could not believe it not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling and during allergy season forget about it my seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick but luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D designed for for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned 
in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. She definitely knew it was coming. <laughs> it's, you know tea. what? You know what? Everyone's like, I mean, particularly I think my mother is, is like upset that it wasn't a surprise. And your mom too, probably too. Yeah. an extent. But I think like you had to know it was coming. We're only walking by that spot once in a blue moon. Uh, you know, we're... I have to get you like dressed up so you're looking good for pictures and stuff when it happens. Let, let me let's explain what happened first. <laughs> Jake proposed to me in the spot that we first met at the restaurant Quality Eats on the Upper East Side, which is where we had our first date. However, when we had our first date, we were sitting outside. It was January or February, February eighth, twenty twenty one. Nobody was vaccinated yet. Couldn't really eat inside at all. And it was twenty degrees. So. Every time we pass Quality Eats, and we go back there like every year for our anniversary now, it's like a special place to us, and we've been back with both of our parents, and every time we pass it, I'm like, oh, there's our table, or like, let's take a picture at our table. So it's like a place that's very memorable and special to us. So Jake had told me that we were getting dinner at this nice restaurant that's like eight blocks or like six blocks past Quality Eats. 
So that's how we ended up at Quality Eats. That's how he got me into a nice outfit and got me there. Yeah, exactly. So that that was the plan pretty much was to walk by it, be like, let's take a picture and then I'll propose um, while we're pretending to take a picture or something like that. I realized that Alana had like figured out probably midway through the day. I don't know. It's just like a feeling. I think we both felt it. Like you could feel when something's like a little bit weird. It's a gut feeling, like whatever it is. Anyway, so we're walking down the block to get to the proposal and I see her pull her phone out and she starts recording like a voice recording or something. Literally like as we're about to cross the street, two qualities. And I was like, oh my God, she 110%. (laughs) I just saw like the biggest like smirk. You're trying so hard not to laugh. (laughs) You had like the stupidest smile on your face just like holding back laughter. Like I saw her do that. I look up, I see the photographer like across the way, like also trying to like play cool and look like she's on a phone call. And... (laughs) We get across and like, whatever. I'm like, do you want to take a picture here and get down on one knee? And then she starts to cry and whatever, do the proposal. And I know that she's recording this entire <laughs> thing. And then like her brother's coming around with his camera trying to look. I didn't even, I dis- did not notice him disguised. or the photographer until it was over. And I, <laughs> I don't know, right after it happened, I was like, you knew the entire time. <laughs> you were like, oh, I'm coming to Florida tomorrow too. I was like, I know. <laughs> That, so, that's what I thought would be the surprise. I thought like the engagement might not be, but I thought being like, just cause work's been so crazy yeah. that I thought me be, taking off a couple of days from work would be the surprise. Listen, I couldn't have been happier with like how it all played out. Yes. And I knew. And for the whole time along the way, when I was like thinking it was happening versus, or like before that, I kept saying, like, I want it to be a surprise. Like, I don't want to know. I don't. And my friends would ask, like, do you know? My parents would ask, like, do you know? And I'm like, I don't want to be thinking about it because I want to be surprised. But I couldn't be happier with how it turned out with me, like, thinking it was going to happen because I'm so happy with, like, everything that unfolded. And, like, I got to choose something to wear that, like, I felt super comfortable in. And, like, yeah. it was. Like, you would have been upset if I had just, like, were on the couch one night and I was, like, do you want to get married? Here's the ring. And then like, I would have no- been upset with that. I would just <laughs> would have been a, upset a, that it wasn't like captured. Not upset, but you would have been definitely surprised. I would have been surprised, yes. But there were <laughs> and then it wouldn't be captured. We wouldn't be dressed up. Like it wouldn't be at our spot. Like it, it was perfect. How do you get, how do you get to those places without someone being like, yeah, it's going to happen. You knew it was in the, in that timeline too. It was perfect. Yeah. It really was. And, and I'm like, I got to get my nails done. And I was doing like face masks every night leading up to it. And I just kept saying to myself, like, how funny would it be if I'm wrong? <laughs> but there were because there were times before, like there was a night when we were in Hawaii where I'm like, OK, like he told me to go ring shopping like three weeks before. Like maybe he like rushed a ring. Who knows? And and it was when we did like the date card day. And I was like, wow, I handed him an opportunity to propose on a silver platter. And then at the end of the day, we're getting ready to go to a quote unquote luau. And I'm like, maybe we're not actually going to a luau. <laughs> and then he comes out of the bathroom with or the room with a Hawaiian shirt on. Like, how does this shirt look? And I'm like, oh, it's not happening today. <laughs> and then uh. this was bad, though. We went to dinner for our anniversary and Valentine's Day a few weeks early because he was going to be working on those nights. And Jake, I came out with like six different outfit options Uh and you told me to wear the white sweater. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) That was not on purpose. I was like, oh, okay. I'll wear it. Knowing me now, I mean, you're not like that has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) I mean, I know, but I'm like, because it was the it was the number one thing on my she mind. She doesn't even know me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, you're right. Um, okay, so that answers how did he get to you to the restaurant? How was the restaurant totally empty? It was 530 on a Monday. That's how. Yeah, I mean, we had to get there where there was also light. So yeah. that's a part of the story, too. It's like, we're going for dinner at 5.15. Yeah. Okay, so how I knew, first warning sign was... Um, a few weeks, I, the day I got back from Florida in January um, or February, I forget which, my mom was like, oh, next time you come to Florida, you should get a gel manicure because you had to fix your nails every single day, which is totally valid and totally true. I literally had to like fix my nails every single day. My nail polish just like was not staying on. And so totally valid. But then I was like, hmm, nobody ever tells me to get my nails done. Like, interesting. I'll take, I'll, I'll hold on to that. And then two weeks before I left, so I thought maybe it's happening in Florida because both of our families are down there for the winter. Like it makes it sense that like, like I'm already, I'm already planning to go down and maybe like Jake just getting on a plane is easier than like all of our families like flying up. Um, then two weeks before Jake was like, Oh, like save the night before you go for us to like watch bachelor together because you're leaving for a week. It's not weird. I would tell you to do that regardless. But what, here's my question. What if I had a recording that night? Then I, okay. Then I would have been like, okay, never mind. I don't know. And you would have come up with a different plan? You would have moved the recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I, I was like, a lot of if I was like, let's hang out, you'd be like, okay, let me move the recording. It's your last night here. You're going to be off. Yeah. Like, you're right. That happens. Well, but you also saying, like, I'll get off of early. Like, that was like, oh, but he, like, that's hard for him to do right now. So I don't know. So that was like, okay, maybe it's actually happening in New York. And then, we're going to Florida to celebrate with our families since I had my flight booked. And then both my parents accidentally, they, they claim they did not do this, but they accidentally slipped up about my brother being in Florida when he was supposed to be in San Francisco. Um, and then, then a week before Jake was like, Oh, like we got a dinner reservation at mission ceviche, which is this like super nice place that we've like wanted to go to for a while. What? No, they're just like, what else was I supposed to do? Just I no, there's nothing wrong with can't it. Can't go to Joe Schmoes and dress up like. <laughs> no, it makes sense. But as you said that, I was like, okay. In order to get to Mission Ceviche, we have to pass by Quality right, Eats. Of course. Mission Ceviche puts me in a nice outfit yes. where he's going to propose at Quality Eats on our walk to quote unquote Mission Ceviche. Go back to the first question on how aligned we are. That's exact thought <laughs> process of it. Yes. It was perfect. But what I, there, yeah, there's no way I get you to walk by Quality Eats without doing that. And like that seems like a special place that you would want the engagement yeah, to be done. It was, no, it was so perfect. I know, I know. I'm just saying. It was so perfect. I couldn't be happier. I'm not upset that you knew. I think it took a lot of pressure off like even as I was doing the you know whatever handing you the ring or whatever yeah it felt less pressure because I knew you knew it was happening at that time too if I like literally tried to surprise you if you try to surprise somebody <laughs> what if they're like not paying attention like at the right time or something like that you know like you're like, yeah. you're fully engaged in what I was doing and like yeah. knew that it was happening. Engage. So Ba-doom-tsh. you were like ready to go for what was happening essentially. If that makes yeah. Sense. And, and I will say, uh, even though I knew it was coming to the point where I like recorded a voice note on my phone a minute before, 
And the reason I did that was because everybody always says that they black out and like don't remember what was said. And I like wanted to remember like my whole everything is about capturing memories and like moments that are special to me. So I wanted to remember and I I'm, I was worried. I'm like, what if he doesn't have a photographer or a videographer? Like I need something because <laughs> so, I'm usually I, I now photograph like my friend's proposal. So I'm like, well, he can't hire me. Yeah. So I, I will say props to your brother, Andrew, for coming and actually recording it. He was very nervous about it because your mom was very nervous about it. Not it on video and what i had originally planned was like I, we're gonna do the, the fake picture thing and i was gonna turn my phone onto a camera and, and just be like just record this and then like do it while they're recording it which i you thought could hypothetically work once you realize that it was happening i especially like was like i'm not handing my phone to a stranger at this time it's like an extra step yeah let's just get right to it but and I, andrew's video is perfect and andrew's video is perfect too thank so, you andrew yeah but to my point, but he was very worried about it and he did a great job. And <laughs> great I, job. And I Phenomenal really job. It. No matter how prepared I was, like I can't explain the feeling of when it actually happened. I burst into tears immediately. I've never happy cried in my life. I didn't know that was possible. And no, we're not going to pour any for me. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Do is there another? Not on me. Thank you. Sharing is caring. Um, we're sharing our, our pre-concert this? White Claw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I have a whole other <laughs> I was like, I figured you didn't. Um, it's okay. Yeah, like I, I've never happy cried in my life, and I burst into tears and was just in complete shock, and it was like I've never experienced a high like that. It was so incredible and special and perfect, and then... We got to, we did a ton of like pictures after, which was really funny. Jake was a trooper. The photographer kept being like, oh, like, do you want to do pictures like this? Like, do you want him to like dip you in the street? I'm like, you bet. And she's like, do you want to get pictures like over by this wall? I'm like, you know it. She's like, what about doing this? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Getting engaged from a guy's perspective, you have 24 hours of just like nonstop pictures right after the engagement. And then we had a whole photo shoot that next Wednesday too. Yeah. Oof. But it was perfect. Hey, no <laughs> oof. Um, someone said, did you recreate any poses for the photo shoot? Wait, wait, wait. I just want to talk about like my perspective of going into this engagement of like, uh, (laughs) what the challenges that I had really quickly. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. I really, a few things for that Monday. Yes, I left work early that Monday so I can do it and I knew that was going to happen, but A, originally wanted to surprise Alana in Florida and do the engagement there, but I thought that it would be too obvious, actually. That's why I thought the night before she left would, it, would be less obvious, was my hope, versus like, 
our moms bringing you to like some fancy thing where like obviously I'd be there and we'd lose like 36 hours of time because you would take a flight then I'd have to follow the flight and we wouldn't right. travel together and then like we wouldn't stay together and then I'd have to surprise you. We just lose so much time I felt like which just wasn't worth it in my opinion. So that happened. That was like a big conversation of do I surprise you first in mm-hmm. Florida? Surprise. I don't think it would have been a surprise. Um, and then the second part was I would booked my flight to Florida on a Thursday, I think two weeks prior, like, you know, 10 days prior, whatever. And I was like, and I literally went into a work meeting and they go, okay, the week of March 6th is about to be the craziest week <laughs> we have X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. And I was like, oh fuck, did I just make a mistake? And like, just book a flight for March 6th and like work has been crazy and it's like startup life and I work a lot of hours and I really got so nervous and I was so, I had so much anxiety. I went to like this basketball game at night and was like freaking out over the fact that I had just booked this flight and should I push the engagement back a couple of weeks? Cause like work's so crazy and I couldn't talk about it with you because I mean, obviously I can talk about it with you, but anyway, I was super nervous about it. Ultimately, obviously said it's okay. And that work's always going to be hectic and there's not ever going to be a great time to like stop and leave and do the thing. But I think it all worked out in the end, but there was a lot of anxiety coming from me during that time that I couldn't share with you those two weeks leading up to it, which was super hard. It was really funny not being able to talk to each other about it. Because also, I think up until like two months before, like we would talk about wedding stuff. We even talked about like venues we might want to get married at or like wedding logistics. You're shaking your head no at Barclay. I don't know one venue. What? The place in Jersey. Okay. Like we've talked, we've like talked about like things we would yeah, want yeah, or wouldn't yeah. want for a wedding as all as our friends are getting married and stuff. And then I, as it became like a reality that this might happen, like we just stopped talking about it. And then... I, it was so hard for me to not talk to you about how I thought you were proposing. (laughs) And I think like the day of we, those like two hours, like of when you got home from work, but until we left, we've never spoken less. That's the other thing. I was very (laughs) actually sick. Yeah. And I was so pissed. So I was so sick the week before. She was sick the week before. I worked like, I don't know, back to back 13 hour days, came home after a half day on Monday came home and took a nap right before the proposal, like fully came home, went to bed and took a nap. She's like, do you want to go to the dog park? Do you want to like drink and play rummy cube? And I was like, no, I don't. (laughs) That's how I knew you knew you were trying to like hype up the night a little bit where like I was trying to downplay it (laughs) and say like, no, we're just like going to go out for dinner and like hang out tonight. And you're like, let's play rummy cube. Let's drink like all those. Well, I just thought because like that's what we do before we go to nice dinners. I'm just saying I'm just saying that's how I knew you knew. But that's why over the weekend when you started to get sick and he never, he's, you've never gotten sick. Like you literally in the two years I've known you, you've never been sick other than the one time when we were super sick together. But I was like of all times for him to get sick. And I was so panicked the week before because I'm like, what if I don't get better? And then when you started to get sick, I, I felt so bad. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. Like what if he postpones? Like he's probably panicking and we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Considered it. It was. Okay. Did you recreate any poses for the photo shoot? Yes. I, we reshot the getting down on one knee part, which that's the thing that a lot of people do. And I've done that for people too, um, just to make sure there are enough options. But we ended up kind of reshooting it in like a slightly different location, like five feet away, but it was a different spot, which 
then gave me like an existential crisis of like, oh no, like I like those pictures better, but the videos in the other place, what do I do? And I ended up going with like for the main pictures I post on Instagram, I used the reshoot pictures just because I liked the scene better. Like it looked better. Um, and I thought I looked better, but the original pictures are really special. Cause I just like, you see me burst into tears. Like I'm just like, whole, like wiping my tears from my face and like in disbelief. So those are really special, but it did make it hard to pick like, Oh, which are like the official pictures, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Great opinion. Um, Jake, were you nervous about if she'd say yes or no? No. No, I wasn't nervous. I feel like that would be, I mean, maybe one second I thought about it at one night, but like, <laughs> no, I think if you're proposing to someone, you're nervous, they say no, like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe have more conversations first. Like it shouldn't be a surprise to either person, I think. Yeah. That'd be my thought on it. Yeah. We met somebody a few months ago at a restaurant who oh, yeah. somehow we got into this conversation and she mentioned that she was proposed to at a certain restaurant we were talking about and she said no. And that was just, I don't know. It's crazy to me. The idea of proposing that be like that unaligned. Uh, yes, on exactly. Yeah, I totally exactly. Agree. Someone's got to be like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it happens. I, I don't know. Yeah. How long was there in between Jake having the ring and the proposal? Not that long. I picked it up maybe 10 days before, five days before. Not not super long. I gave it to our neighbor, Sammy, to hold for the weekend, and then she left for the weekend. So <laughs> it was just like in her drawer, um, which we, like Alana fully has a key to, like her apartment, and could have easily went inside. And like, I so don't... It would have never happened. I wasn't worried about it, but I would... You weren't going to like snoop around. Like I could have kept it in my sock drawer and I don't think you would have looked for it because I know you are the type that wouldn't want to see it beforehand and ruin the experience for yourself. Yeah. But I still wanted to keep it around, keep it away from the apartment. And I didn't have it for that long. Like I picked, I picked it up when I got very close to the date of it happening. And that yeah. was it. I definitely had thoughts of like, maybe it's here right now, but I was like, I don't want to look to the point where when I came, when I was choosing my outfit, um, I wanted, I don't have, I don't own a belt, which is very weird about me, but I should, cause I always borrow Jake's belts. I was looking for a specific belt of yours and I didn't know your belts were hung up in the closet and I, I like, had to open your drawers and I was like trying not to like poke around. I'm just like peeking, like kind of squinting. I was nervous. Yeah. Cause that's where it was, especially towards the end of that night. Yeah. Someone did ask, how is Sammy as a ring babysitter? <laughs> Sammy was great, and she also brought was, Barkley was it, was right after. Was it Sammy after. who asked that question? No, it was Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, how far in advance did Jake order the ring? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I met with Scott for the first time in early December. You met with Scott for the first time on December like 13th, because you were starting work on December 14th. So Okay, so, so here's the big early, early here's December. the thing. Here's the thing. We had one day between getting back from Hawaii and Jake starting his new oh, job. Yes, that was and the day that, I that night he or that afternoon he was quote unquote going to basketball. And the next day he's at work and I'm like cleaning up and there we had this little high table at the time and I, was so I see tired. this tag on the high table. And you know when you like go to a <laughs> night, like a big building in the city and they have to like check your ID and take that picture of you and like scan you in. He left the sticker tag out from going to 
the drawer. That is true. I felt like an idiot. It was my first day of work, and Alana texted me. Being, and I was trying so hard not to text you because I didn't want to like distract like, you. Uh, what's this? And I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but I was exhausted. We just came back from Hawaii, like literally the night before. Like that day, came home, I had to get everything aligned for work the next day had to go see scott and like understand like the ring process i didn't buy the ring that day we didn't pick out anything that day it was literally the first time we just met i think i went back a couple weeks later or in january and i I think i met with him three or four times before it officially being done yeah i think more funny uh like obviously scott was like texting me during the whole process but one time by accident, he FaceTimed me <laughs> and I went to go FaceTime one of my friends with you, like right next to me, like Frank or something. And literally the first person on my FaceTime is Scott Klein. Oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. Cause I did. I definitely I noticed like, myself oh. like trying to peer over at your phone a little more than I normally do, which is like not at all, but I never saw anything. Good. <laughs> yeah. There are definitely pictures on my phone. Have you started wedding planning? I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Nor will you until the day of. Yeah. Um, yes. I, my mom and I started looking at venues and reaching out to some of them. Um, we are aiming towards spring 2024, but we'll see. We don't really have our heart set on any specific place or any specific month or weekend. Um, spring just sounds really nice, but we will see what happens. Yeah, and Alana will let me know what happens. I'll tell Jake to show up. (laughs) Tell me when and where. I did say to him, like, I know this isn't your thing. You don't have to be, like, making every decision, but I struggle to make decisions sometimes, and there will be times where I'm very conflicted or torn between two or three things, and I will need you to say this, that, or the other. And he said, okay, I can do that. That's great. That's all I need. I could do that. How do you feel now that it's over? Honestly, I never got that stressed about it. I was so busy that, and it's a big question from like a lot of friends and family of like, how stressed were you? Were you nervous and blah, blah, blah. And aside from being anxious about like missing work, I wasn't as anxious about asking you. Like I just never had the time to sit there and be like, oh my God, how's it going to go? And what's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with that? I think there was like one night we were sitting on the couch watching like Camp Rock and that was, that was the, like two nights before. Yeah. And that was like the only time that I had like a second to breathe. And I was like, and I thought about it. And then I was nervous for like a couple minutes and I was like, this can be fine or whatever. Um, and yeah, it was. I probably spent a hundred times more than you thinking about it and stressing about it. I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh my, like I wanted to go perfect. Like what? <laughs> when I gave Sammy the ring, um, she was like, Alana's definitely like expecting it. She's like, I went to the gym with her the other day. And Alana's like, yeah, I go to the gym because, like, you never know when the day is going to be. <laughs> I was like. It's really good motivation. <laughs> no wonder I was on a workout. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, we, we keep joking about hashtag shredding for the wedding, but apparently we're not supposed to say that these days. So I take it back. Um, but, yeah, any final thoughts before we head out to this Jonas concert? When we're done, I feel like we didn't answer everything we the only other question is about like when we're having kids oh hopefully soon (laughs) nancy nancy's really pushing too jake would have them yesterday if he could yeah before hopefully before the wedding shut up we have a puppy son and he's yeah enough for now what what else do you want to answer no i don't know 
There's you have more to say. I thought there were a bunch more questions. There were like a million in the inbox. Yeah, but they were a lot of them were like the same. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good to me. What do the Jonas Brothers mean to you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a you lot, don't know? A lot of fun times. Like, I never went to a Jonas Brothers concert before you, mostly because it's very hard to convince uh, my guy friends to go to these concerts. Uh, not without trying, though. I did get Lobel to like commit to going to Vegas, and we, quote unquote, might have bought tickets while we were there. Um, but that never happened because it was March 2020. We okay, hold on. You're you're underselling this. Jake's friend was like, "Let's go to Vegas this weekend," and Jake was like, "Yeah, Jonas Brothers are there. Like, can we go?" He didn't pick that weekend. I said, uh, "He goes, I want to go to Las Vegas. Vegas." I go, "Cool, the Jonas Brothers are in Vegas at this time. <laughs> I will go to Las Vegas with you if we go at this time." And we literally booked flights. We never bought the Jonas okay. Brothers tickets, but you were going to. Point I being, so. Sass and I. Had flights booked and had tickets I, for their concert in Vegas that weekend. I should really pull out my old cell phone and, and find the download text. it and try to find the You text. should. So there is a chance that like we would have been at this concert together in 2020, but obviously COVID happened and we did not end up there. But, yeah. Yeah. Wild times. Okay. Stay tuned for more, I guess. I don't know. Somebody asked if I'm going to continue talking about dating content or if it's going to become like wedding content. This is 1000% a dating podcast. It always will be along the way. I've always talked about like relationship advice and had on guests who can speak to that just because, you know, if you succeed at dating, you end up in a relationship or not even, I take that back. If you succeed in dating, there's no such thing as succeeding in dating. You know what I mean? The goal with dating is to get into a relationship. So I always want to prepare you guys for relationships by bringing on experts who can talk about that. I'm never going to like bring on a wedding planning expert. That's not what this is going to turn into. That's what Betches Brides is for. And I've listened to every single episode already to prepare. But I love being able to share my life and what's going on with you guys. So yeah, I will be adding in wedding content occasionally. But like, other than this episode, there's not going to be like, here's what's going on with wedding planning, doing this Tuesday episode about it. So seeing other people is not changing just because I'm engaged. It didn't change when I got into a relationship, at least from my perspective. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for like, being along the ride. It was really incredible seeing all these messages from you guys saying like, I've been here since your single days and your days at hinge. And it's been so amazing to see you in your whole love story unfold. And that was just so meaningful to me and really special. And to everybody who commented or DM'd or texted, like, thank you guys so much. It means the world. It would been so fun to be able to like celebrate this with all of you. And thank you, Jake, for being you and being here and being, I don't know. My yeah. fiance. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, I also just want to say, like, I feel like we were two of the people that were super single for a while. And I know with my friend group, I was always jokingly very like, oh, I'm so single and blah, blah, and everyone else is in a relationship. Like, you know, and then it just happened, which is the worst thing for everyone that's not in a relationship <laughs> to hear. But it also was true. Um, so yeah, I mean, for everyone, don't give up hope, like your person's out there and it's all gonna work out in the end. Um, yeah. All right. Well, everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Jake, thank Barkley, you for being here. For being Barkley, thank boy. you for being quiet. I will see you guys next time. And until then, I'll be seeing other people, except I won't because I'm engaged. I'll be just seeing my fiance. Bye. 
Jake thinks that outro is really cheesy and doesn't like it. And he's walking away now. Okay, we have to go. Bye.